Assalamualaikum, y'all. Welcome back to another episode. This episode feels like some of my older episodes where I suggest ramble, and I have no questions today from you guys. This is just something that I'm going to be talking about. I talked about this on my Instagram live before. I've talked about this on my Discord before, and today I kind of wanted to talk about self-awareness and just kind of about this whole mental health culture and stuff among those lines. I want to start off by saying that if you listen to my podcast and if you just know me on social media, like. I'm all for bettering yourself, starting for Islam and becoming a better Muslim. I think that you should definitely be self-aware of your bad. I definitely think you should be self-aware of your good. I think that you can become a better Muslim. I think you can become a better person. All that and the third, I'm fully in support of that. I've been on that journey. I recommend it. It's a lifelong journey. It's something you're always going to have to go on, right? Um, so I'm completely in support of that. But I just wanted to talk about something that was on my mind. I'm not saying that this is something everyone's going to agree with. I'm just sharing something and I hope that it can help someone in some way. So honestly, today what was on my mind, I wanted to talk about self-awareness and kind of how mental health and social media and this rise of like mental health culture and just, oh, let's talk about mental health, let's talk about mental health, let's talk about mental health, let's talk about this, let's talk about that, like, it's in, it's in, you cannot deny that it's in. And I think that um, it wouldn't be a lie to say that, um, unfortunately, I do believe, I think, that some whole time millionaire businesses have definitely profited off of mental health and people's insecurities and i also do believe strongly that we have this idea that we sell this this concept that you're going to win this race with mental health and this marathon we treat mental health like a marathon we treat becoming our becoming the best version of ourselves like a marathon and it's like i feel like i see so much on social media and just general like self-improvement coaches and like businesses and da da da, da like selling this idea that like if you buy this course all your problems will be solved if you read this book everything will become okay and you know even for me like i'm on social media i talk about self-improvement i talk about becoming a better muslim i talk about all those things and even sometimes I despise that because I'm like, you know, for someone outside, they probably think that I'm one of those people that are like, that are, you know, treating mental health like a marathon. And I think that's why it's so important who and where you find like your self-improvement information from. I think you should be picky with it as well. Um, because I think the thing is, everyone talks about self-improvement and like becoming the best you and whatever, whatever, whatever. But what I think a lot of people don't say is that a big part of self-improvement and becoming a better you is just to be to literally just to be because i know from my experience and i know from so many other people's experiences sometimes the more you try to fix your life the more it feels like it needs more fixing and this also comes in with the concept of self-awareness where some people you know they feel like okay i have this problem what can i do to get rid of this problem what can i do to fix this problem and then you know you search online you got people selling like thousands and thousands of courses for like a million dollars and they're like look bro this is gonna fix all your problems and like you know a lot of self-improvement and a lot of just becoming a better person i think has a lot to do with you just within you you reflecting on you you fixing you and i think it's a lot about changing lifestyle habits and habits is also something that i think has been profited off of tremendously do i think that those self-help books help yeah some of them do i some of them do i have some of them some of them are great do i think that some of them are just money grabs yeah some of them are some of them are and i think the thing is self-improvement and becoming a better person is a topic that a lot of people are jumping on and talking about 
I see almost like four podcasts coming out every week by people creating podcasts that are talking about, oh, you know, self-improvement and here's how you can become a better person. I mean, Halas, that's great. Like, I'm happy for you. But I think that this constant cycle where the entire world is talking about self-improvement, what people won't just say is that it's okay to just be you and it's okay to not be running on a treadmill all the time. I feel like the more we sell this idea that the more you fix your life and the more you buy this and the more you do this and the more you invest in this, the more you you know engage in this the more happier you'll be it's like the sense of no contentment no matter what because you can hit this level where you are happy and proud of yourself and you like who you are you like what you're becoming and then someone else will come around and say you know no no no, you know what that's bad that's bad that's not exactly what we had in mind and i think that becoming the best version of you did you hear that word the best version of you that's literally has the word you in it but yet, for some reason, I feel like we sell this idea that there's this best version of a human. And I think that that is where everybody's falling short. The best version of you is the best version of you. You with what you know about yourself. You with what you know you change. You with, know what, you with what you know could be better, whatever that might be. Which also brings me to the discussion of self-awareness. I talk a lot about self-awareness. And I think that self-awareness can be your savior. I think it can literally kill you because when you get so consumed and i need to fix this i need to fix this i'm like this i'm like this i'm like this you become so self-aware of your bad but you're not self-aware of your good and i think that's another problem that this constant discussion of self-improvement has been has brought when we constantly 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 talk about self-improvement and become self-aware of your bad become self-aware of this become self-aware of that become self-aware of this do you remember when you did that oh my god are you going through this are you going through that do you have this issue you have this type of attachment style oh that's so popular on social media attachment styles where people are just talking about what type of attachment style they have without getting any type of you know proper diagnosis from somebody who can diagnose you somebody who's licensed somebody who's done the education you know not just to do to do like i talked a lot about self-diagnosis before and um as somebody who's who's you know studies and works health in healthcare i can tell you for a fact um it's a problem you know i actually interesting story time break you know we i've actually seen people before that have had problems with some of their reflexes and their hands and holding grips and stuff like that and their problem was not that bad. Their problem was not that bad. Their problem was fixable. Um, and they've seen multiple doctors and their problem was fixable, right? So what happened was a lot of times when people get really consumed on whether that's watching your problem on YouTube, Googling about it, reading people's articles, social media posts, or like, oh, if you face this injury, you're never going to recover about it. Slowly but surely that patient started to fall off on the deep end and literally felt like they wouldn't be cured and it made everything a lot worse because they had this idea that I'm not going to be cured anyway so I'm not going to go about this way anyway and a lot of the doctors we were all like why are you even why are you even self-diagnosing yourself through google after you've been told that you can get fixed after you've been told that this is going to work out for you after we've told you what the lesson plan is why are you going out of your way to create this idea that it's not going to work and then that you know i know a lot of patients they regret it they regret that they did that but now they have this fear in their mind that you know they're not going to get any better or whatever it might be and that's kind of what i'm talking about when you become so excessively consumed in the bad and so excessively consumed in i need to fix this and i need to fix this and i need to fix this and i'm going to find any outlet to fix this it brings you to a point of no contentment at all and i feel like what a lot of people tend to forget especially as muslims is that at the end of the day you're not going to be here forever 
You know that, right? And it's like, yeah, of course, you want to go and stand in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala being the best to you, being the Muslim that strives for Hassan and being the best Muslim that you can be without a doubt. But I feel like when we become so self-aware of our bad, we start to live our life in a way that it is basically not worth living because every single bit of who we are and our characters and our traits and our personalities, it all needs to be fixed. It all needs to be garbage. It all needs to be refixed, redone and remodeled because none of it is good. But that's the problem I feel like with so many people and just the discussion of self-awareness. Why are we always self-aware of our bad but not self-aware of our good? How long would it take for you to tell me things that you are proud of yourself for? How long would it take you to tell me things that you are good at? How long would it take you to tell me that you love you? I posted this quote on Instagram that said, if you had to list a list of all the people that you love and give them out by name, how long would it take for you to get to your name? And I think that says it quite right. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with becoming a better person. I've been there and I think that it's a lifelong journey. But when we sell the idea that mental health and becoming a better person is this marathon journey that we are all going to run and it's whoever gets there to the fastest is going to live the rest of their life in eternal peace, you're fooling yourself. First of all, you're not going to live in this dunya forever. Um, the journey of becoming a better person is ongoing. And what a lot of people tend to forget, and this is my opinion, is that sometimes what I see being promoted on social media and just, you know, these lifestyle coaches teaching about self-improvement and betterment is actually very much against the principles, principles of Islam. It is very much against the principles of, you know, hold up those ties of kinship and hold up those ties of communities and hold up those ties of, you know, the things that Islam tells us to do. A lot of times those, you know, advice or whatever that might be, those self-help coaches, whatever it might be, they give advice in a manner that's like, you know what, just isolate yourself and fix yourself and fix yourself and fix yourself and fix yourself and don't live, just fix yourself. Do not ever be self-aware of your good. You don't have any good in you, just fix yourself. And I, you know, I read this quote, this girl, she said, you know, the more self-help books i bought the more i felt like i needed more fixing the more i felt like i needed to buy more the more fixing of my life i did the more i felt like i needed to do more but when i just started living my life being okay aware of my good and my bad managing it going on walks going in the sun taking care of myself or seeing my licensed therapist seeing people who actually know what they're talking about and just you know doing things that make me feel me i felt a lot more happier and i could not agree with that anymore I've lived a big portion of my life, unfortunately, sold to those ideas that mental health was a marathon and that I had to reach this epiphany of this goal of this better human being that is molded by society. But that's literally not true. And especially as a Muslim, that's not true because your idea of a better Muslim, first of all, the Prophet, peace be upon him, that's your idea. The Prophet, peace be upon him, was not just sent for, you know, revealing the Quran and everything he did for mankind, but also the fact that he's a living example for us. He's there as an example for us. Yet for some reason, we'll always chase different ideologies and different things and say, you know what, when I become a red pill man or I start giving into feminism or whatever there might be and I start, you know, really or my personal, my personal favorites, which I hate, by the way, um, high value man and high value woman. Oh, personal phase. Love to rip those up. Um, what does that mean? What does that mean? High value man, high value woman. What does that mean? I don't know. 
because I've seen like 20,000 different definitions for it. And like, yeah, there are some posts that share some nice stuff talking about it, but high value man, high value woman, red pill masculinity, feminism, for the love of God, put it down for once, touch some grass. Like that's the problem. Folks stop touching grass and we just selling each other to ideologies. Y'all got to stop believing in these ideologies that constantly tell you that there's something wrong with you or your gender or this or that, or that you're low value or that you're not good enough or that you are a used up woman or that you are a waste man. Like what is going on? Why aren't we just understanding that as human beings, we all to a certain degree have flaws. That's it. I have a flaw. You have a flaw. We have flaws. That's okay. And what we need to come to terms with is that not every single bit of us can be changed. Some things are a test from Allah Some things are. And if we can try our best to change them, and we should continue to try our best to change them, nobody's saying, for example, if you have anger problems, I'm not going to say to you, oh, you know what? Just stop going on that journey of fixing your anger problems. Because you know what? At the end of the day, that's a test from Allah so don't fix them. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, you might struggle with anger problems, and you might have to go on a lifelong journey of learning to control your nafs and learning to control your anger problems. But you will also have to come to terms that this might be a test for you and the way that you act says a lot will you be able to get rid of those problems inshallah you will but you need to understand that it's not a marathon we have this idea that you know if a certain flaw a certain habit you can just erase it out of yourself throw it away you'll be fine the next day and that's just not how that works and to some degree what we need to understand as human beings is like I always say, we're really quick to leave and walk away from relationships, but we all have flaws. The way that you find somebody compatible is that you understand their flaws and you see if that's something you can work with. That's it. Now, I'm not saying, again, just to preface, if you're someone abusive, you're someone like this and that, what? Like, that's out of the picture. You know, whenever I talk about, you know, self-improvement and just being the, people always want to bring up the most like outlier biggest examples of like abuse and narcissism and whatever like that's not what i'm talking about when if you're on that path that like you need help you need to get help it is what it is when i'm talking about little things everyday things of self-awareness and you know becoming a better muslim becoming a better person whatever it might be to some degree you need to understand that this mental health concept is not a marathon we are not running to see who gets there first and we also need to understand that since this is a journey that i will be on for the rest of my life i need to find people that are compatible that are going to help me on it that's it that's it. When we say, you know what, you need to find somebody who's never going to see your flaws, who's going to just turn a blind eye, who's just going to love you 24-7, regardless of how you are, regardless of like, that's unrealistic, right? Every human being has feelings, right? Every human being has feelings. So let's say you have a flaw or something that you do that I really feel hurt with. That's something that I'm going to talk to you about. And that's something that we're going to work on, right? That's how it goes. You find relationships where you feel like you can communicate with people and work with people and work through those flaws and work through those issues. But when we sell this idea that becoming the best you means to isolate yourself and just constantly fix yourself so you find this other dream person, this dream friend group, this dream family that has also isolated themselves and constantly fixed themselves, we're selling this idea. First of all, let's talk about independence because a lot of people want to sell this idea of independence, but it's actually isolation. A lot of mental health culture and a lot of this isolate yourself and become a better person and become self-aware of your bad and only fix your bad and never look at your good and never be proud of yourself. That's called independence. No, it's not. A lot of these high value, you know, high value women and men and ideologies, sometimes whatever it might be. So many of these things preach independence when in actuality, in my opinion, they're just teaching you to go towards more isolation. That's it. We're completely diminishing community. We're completely diminishing family. We're completely diminishing relationships. We're completely diminishing marriage. We're completely saying cut off any family member that at the slightest matter said something to you that you don't like. 
Like we're completely diminishing every single meaningful relationship around us and then saying this is independence. Independence is learning how to survive with those relationships around you, learning how to carry yourself and what you got going for you or whatever you want going for you, managing yourself and managing what's going on in your life. Independence does not require you to be isolated. Newsflash, and I know I might get some hate for that. Independence does not require you to be isolated. It does not. But that's something people don't want to say. And quite frankly, you know, in my opinion, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's hadith. I'm, I'm going to share it right now, actually. So this is given kind of like an analogy, right? About how like the devil attacks the isolated sheep, right? So it was like the messenger of Allah, peace and blessings be upon him, said, If three people in a town or in the desert do not establish prayer among them, then Satan has overcome them. You must establish the congregation for the wolf eats the isolated sheep. And I saw a whole lecture that talked about this. And what it essentially said was this concept of praying together, being together, community, whatever the third it might be. Um, we can understand this in so many different ways and there's so many different hadiths and quran ayahs that talk about community and establishing you know that sense of, sense of islamic way of life and the islamic lifestyle and the way that we carry ourselves in our communities and whatever um when you decide to isolate yourself and you decide to be that astray sheep it never really ends well speaking from experience someone who's been there done that for years not only are you more prone to shaitan, you end up more prone to this idea that like you are just incapable of being loved and you need to constantly fix yourself and fix yourself and fix yourself. And you have to be so self-aware of your bad that you have nothing good in you and that's why people are not around you. When we keep selling this idea that like to become the best you and to do this and to do that, like you need to just isolate yourself in a box and fix all your mental health issues and step out the door. No, your family, you, your loved ones, your husband, your wife, whatever it might be, like all of us have different issues okay all of us do that's it and the real test of love is how well do we manage each other in that now of course when there are some extreme outlier cases that's a different situation we need to understand when to leave and when to stay we all have flaws we all have problems but selling this idea that mental health is a marathon that one day we will all you know as fast as we can run we'll hit this idea of this better human being this mold of a human being that apparently society has made which is a lot of times outside of what islam wants from you is the only way to have meaningful and better relationships and to make money and to be successful no it's not same thing with our business dealings i've been reading a lot about finances and islam and it's really interesting because the business aspect how to run a community how to run you know just this concept of working with one another in a business setting is emphasized a lot in islam do not cheat people. Do not be disloyal to people. Do not harm people. Do not be excessive in these matters. Not just excessive in your wealth, but don't go out of your way to steal. Don't go out of your way to harm. And a lot of people say, well, I don't steal. But in some cases, when you evaluate the way that you might be making business sales, maybe it is like that. And I also read in this one book, um, this Sheikh, he mentioned this one thing. He said, you know, a lot of people, they come up to me and they say, that I cannot get my business, my item, my product, whatever it might be, to sell without a lie. Like, I always have to say a lie. I always have to, you know, gas it up in a way that it's not. I always have a certain lie, a certain thing that I'm promoting, a certain concept about this business, which isn't really there, a certain lie about this product, which isn't really there, so I can make a sale. And that sheikh, he said to them, so you worship Allah? And the person was like, yeah. And then he was like, but it doesn't seem like it. Because if you really worshipped Allah, you would have so much firm faith that I don't need to lie. Allah will make these sales happen for me. Allah will sell this product for me. Allah is the one that grants the risk. I don't need to worship lying to make 
things come in because indirectly if you you might disagree but that's exactly what you're doing the way that you're getting your risk is by having this belief in your mind that if i like good enough i will sell this product if i like good enough i will be successful in this when in reality if you just keep it in your mind that allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one that provides risk whatever goes goes whatever doesn't doesn't i just gotta follow islamic rulings because at the, at the end of the day that's what we question about it gets better I don't know i feel like i've been on a tangent and like nobody really understood me because it sounds so jumbled and it is kind of jumbled because i'm recording this late at night i probably said a lot of things wrong and if i did may allah forgive me but i hope y'all kind of got my point it's time to become self-aware of your good just as much as you're self-aware of your bad it's time to stop feeling like you have to hyper fix yourself every single inch of the day it's time to understand that psychoanalyzing your emotions doesn't always mean that it gets better sometimes allowing yourself to be and to feel it and then move on and try your best to do what makes you feel the most happiest to you whether that's even simple hobbies like going on a walk whatever is the best way to go and also understanding that there's nothing wrong islamically to seek proper help that's also something that you know i've talked tremendously about on my podcast seeking help is there's nothing wrong with that but again, when we follow these cultural ideas that seeking help is wrong and that you should just give into these cultural norms and that's how you're going to become the best Muslim, that's not right either. Um, because a lot of times, you know, Islam, we use Islam as just a title. Islam is a way of life. And when you just throw the title that I am a Muslim, but you don't act like it, and you know the title of I'm a Muslim, you really feel it when you have to make sacrifices, when you have to let go of things you love, when you have to you know, this religion plays into the way that you live your life. That's when you feel it a lot. And in those moments, you're tempted by lots of different things. Even now, I think the Ummah is tested by so many different things, so many different ideologies, so many different concepts, so many different ideas that if you become like this, you, you'll hit millions, you'll hit jackpot, you'll be the person. But what we really are forgetting is that you're a human being and that we're going to go through trials. There's nothing wrong with getting help. But a lot of these things, you know, that are sold these ideas that are sold on social media whatever that might be this excessive hyperfixation can sometimes lead you to becoming even worse don't always consume self-improvement content learn to kind of be happy and be within you and enjoy yourself as you are learn to make meaningful relationships that will accept you as you are this journey of becoming better is a lifelong journey it's not a marathon and the more you start treating it like it's a like it's a marathon, the more tired you'll become. And the more you, more you will feel like you got nowhere in life. Because you are running and running and running to a place really where there's no end. Because when you fix one thing about yourself, tomorrow you're going to wake up and someone's going to tell you that it's wrong. When you fix this one thing about yourself, they're going to sell you another idea that this ideology is better and that who you are today is not enough for that. Become self-aware of your good just as much as you are of your bad. Learn to be a little bit. There's nothing wrong becoming a better human being. Nothing wrong with any of that. Nothing wrong with becoming a better Muslim. But it's time that we take our examples and our role models from Islam and not from different ideologies or from different places or from different companies or from different multi-millionaire brands that want to sell us a different idea. Just my opinion. I don't know. I probably said a lot of things wrong. May Allah forgive me. If I didn't make any sense, I'm sorry. But I think the people that get it, they get it. So I hope you all have a great rest of your day. Take care of yourself. Assalamu alaikum.